You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. And now, Side B. I do want to talk a little bit about race running. Let's do it. Um, so I feel like at this point, they're almost more notorious for the thing with Ebro than anything else. Did that supersede records like No Type and, and Come Get Her and, uh, uh, dang, what's their, what's their big record? No Flex Zone. No Flex Zone. Um, maybe, but I feel like, um, that sort of definitely defined the conversation around what Ray Shremmert is. Um, because those records, you know, those records are 2014 and then the album finally came out early 2015. Top, yeah, top of the year. Top, top of 2015. And then the whole Ebro thing and. I can't remember. What was your take on all that? Was it just nonsense, pretty much? I didn't even pay it any. I normally don't pay Ebro any attention. <laughs> like, he's he's just, when someone, well, Ebro said, I'd immediately turn my dad filter on. <laughs> like, dad, parents just have this ability to just shut off whatever conversation is going on if they need to. And Ebro's on that list. So you've got that. Do you have the dad ability to tell whenever one of your kids is turning the AC on or when they're uh, turning the heat up a little, one degree warmer? Have you have you discovered uh, that no, dad skill yet. yet? Yeah, not yet. That's not a yet. good one. Yeah, my my dad was like the king of that. You're like sneaking over, <laughs> right? You're like trying to turn it from like medium to high, get like a little bit more, and he's like, "What are you doing?" Like, man, it's hot. It's hot. You know, my my dad, my dad was the guy who would on road trips would like blast the AC, like just blast it nonstop in the middle of the summer, knowing we have tank tops and shorts on. Like, nah, bro, it's hot. So, so yeah. So anyway, so um. Well, let me ask you this then. So from what you remember about their first album, what was your, you know, what was your opinion on it? I liked it. Yeah, I think you and I both thought that it was better than we thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It was... No, no crossed arms over here. Yeah, nah, no crossed arms over here. I really, really liked Unlock the Swag. Yeah, you uh, did. That record was really, in, at least the hook and the beat is really infectious. I wasn't crazy about once. It's crazy because like Sway, Sway Lee's verse is very like catchy just in terms of his melody. And then yeah. the guy on the second verse is like, I'm going to actually rap. And he like <laughs> rapidly raps and it's like, I don't think that calls for that. I just want the hook back. Right. Um, and then I always, I'm always weird about putting, featuring another rapper on your intro. Mm. Like your intro should be just you. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I put another rapper who's not on the album? And I don't know who they are unless they're like introducing me, it's like another rapper and I got a co-sign or something. Then yeah, but if it's just like, hey, me and my boy are going to put out a record who most of y'all don't know. <laughs> and he's on the intro. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't, I don't know. But uh, no, 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 the Ray Sherman album was, was, was dope. It, it had a lot, it had obviously a couple songs that did pop, but I felt like there were even records on there that could have been bigger if they needed to push them, but they didn't push them. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, um, this, this could be us, could have been bigger. Right. Um, um, what was the other one? Come, come get her could have been even come bigger. Come get her could have been huge. Yep. Um, then they had the uh, yeah, like they really was trying to push that Nikki record. The Nikki record was okay. Uh, it was all right, but they had other records that would have worked better. You know, I think the thing about Ray Shrimmer that is kind of understated is when you're when you're really good at a certain type of style, like just do that. Like I think they know that nobody's coming to them for bars. You know, nobody's come. The people are coming to them for a party. And the good thing about them is that Sway Lee is so good with melodies and they've got Mike freaking Will, who, when he wants to, can just stick his his foot up an NPC and just crank out some madness. And like, you don't need much else after that. Hmm. 
So so let's let's talk about this album. Let's do it. I, I feel like at least compared to the first album, there aren't there weren't any like monster records that came off this pr- prior to being released. Right. Nah. The, fir- the first single was by chance. Yeah. Second one was Look Alive. Yeah. And then I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, Look Look Alive's the single as of right now. Right. Um so a very different like lead up to this album for me. Um I almost kind of didn't even know it was coming up like, "All oh, right, Ray Shremmer." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they had so many big records leading up to their album. Right. Like, yeah. So, and it's funny you said that people don't go to Ray Shremmer for bars, they go to them to party because Let's just let's just get this out right now. They rap pretty much about one thing. Well, <laughs> well partying and all that entails of partying, right. and then the 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 lifestyle that surrounds their partying. Yes, um, and appropriately, first song is called "Start a Party," um, <laughs> which honestly, I don't. They should have started with a stronger record. How come "Party Next Door" wasn't on it? <laughs> <laughs> they honestly could have. Uh, they honestly. Could have started with real chill, right? Like start a party just does not. I don't know. Like this is a, yeah. the sequencing on this album is really strange to me. It is. Um, it gets it is. to me. It gets way. It gets stronger as it goes. Um, yeah. does not open strong at all. Um, yeah. Start a party is eh. Um, yeah, the song yeah. is. It's about. It is exactly what you think it is. <laughs> Every song is exactly what you think it is. Um, it is about- there's, there's a couple. Of, there's a couple of different ones we can. So we'll get there. Um, mm-hmm. but not yeah. start a party. I don't need to spend any time on that. Um. Real chill isn't bad. No, I like I like the beat. I like the beat. Um, I, who does Kodak Black know? Because I have not yet heard anything from him that makes me go, oh. Um, I like Lockjaw. Mm. Do you like it because of the beat? In the hook. Mm. Yeah, like I, I like a French Montana song because of French Montana. Look at that. <laughs> we never talked about, did you ever hear that French record with Nas and Kanye? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Like that just sounds like a doc beat. So I, I was wondering if you like if you liked it. Um, well, that album comes out Friday. Mm. Mac and Cheese Four. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we we could talk about it. We could talk about it. Maybe next week we'll see. Um, see if it's worth talking about. But um, yeah, Kodak Black. I'm still not that that big on. Um, this song's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I like By Chance. This hook is dumb, but it's catchy. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get that far. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I talked to. I think I already talked about how, like, um, when, when we open up this conversation about you know five years into collective speakers, how his music changed. Like by this point in the album, I'm already, I'm already starting to notice. Like, okay, Sway Lee is the standout. Yeah. And so uh, Jimmy is just gonna get weird, and that's his that's his plan. Um, so did you did you watch their Breakfast Club interview? No. So do you remember? When, uh, like the last days of the rockers, right before yeah. Shawn Michaels threw Marty Jannetty <laughs> through the barbershop window. Are we, are we approaching that for, yes, we are. And this album is actually a perfect way to do that. Um, cause I, we, when we get to this, well, I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, but, um, I like the beat on by chance. The hook is dumb, but catchy, which honestly describes a lot of the hooks on this album. Very um, much. So. And it's cause of Sway Lee, like dude has a knack for melodies, which is hard. Yeah, listen. Let me say this to all yeah. the rapidy rappers. Let's who actually listen. just get this out of the way right now. To all the rapidy rappers who listen to this podcast, with your arms folded, and your backpacks, and your and your most deaf posters on your wall. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you why you're mad. I don't want to hear you rappers say, 
well, those those pop records that are they're on the radio, those are easy to write. I could write those. Well, then write them. Write them. They're not easy. Melody, catchy, like it's not easy. Because honestly, you could rapidly rap and then do a really, really catchy hook mm. and then go back to rapidly rap. Why don't you do that? Most rapidly rap hooks are rapidly rappy. So I don't want to hear that. I think the ability to create melody and to create catchy, I think that's being lyrical. It's a skill. There, it's absolutely a skill. And I think like when you think about how music is changing, you said it, you said it yourself that melody is much more a part of rapping than it used to be. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden judging if a rapper is quote unquote good or not gets harder Yep. because you already had this dynamic of oh well they can write versus oh well they can flow and now flow is even you can there's a there's a there's a third you can stretch that to where it's more like a vocal performance yeah right it, it's funny right we're getting more like other genres because it's we i've talked about this on numerous every time we talk about the grammys i always tell talk about the difference but there's song of the year and record of the year song is about the song writing record of the year is about the actual recording of it so mm. there's oh there has been a widely understood split between is this a well-written record and is this a well-performed record and mm. i feel like in hip-hop a lot of it has always, has always basically been well is the beat dope well, there's yeah. more to it. It's not just is the is it a good beat and is it well written? Because if you don't know how to rap and if it calls for melody, if you don't know how to make that melody and if you don't know where to change your flow and if you don't know how to actually do those things, it could be terrible. Yep. 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 Absolutely. I have nothing else to add on that. I agree. Um, Look Alive, which is the single right now. Um, I should point out, like most of this is produced mostly by Mike Will and his uh, Ear Drummers crew, um, with a couple examples which I'll point out. But um, so yeah, look alive. Um, yeah, sway on the hook. Like that's the strength of the song. I really, really, really like this beat in the hook. Mm. Um, there's a remix with Migos on here. Oh that yeah, I yeah, yeah. I don't mind. Um, but nah. Um, the 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 beat and especially the hook. Again, very not really. I mean, there is a melody to it, but like right in the center, of that is is sway, mm. and that's crazy. And and speaking of interesting melodies, Black Beatles. Yeah, I really like this record. Yeah. Um, this is like the beat itself has just like a fascinating melody. Um, like not at all a hip hop melody. Um, and sway kills this hook completely kills it. And yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the next single. Yeah, and I even like Gucci on this. I mean, Gucci hasn't... Gucci didn't booty himself getting mm. out of jail. Right, right. We didn't even talk about the Gucci album because we're not... We, that's not really our, our strength on collecting. Yeah, it's not really our thing. I mean, and then honestly, I don't want to hear uh, a Kanye West record with him called what it's called. I'm totally cool on that. Um, but... Um, I mean, Gucci on Champions is cool. That record's grown on me a lot. I still think they messed up that mix, but it should have been a great. It should have been a big record. They did. They ruined the mix. But um, <laughs> oh, Doc doing Doc things. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. But when yeah, I, when I was at the Easy Show, I saw Mike Dean and I, 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 I said hey, and I, I was basically just like real cool. Like I was like, hey man, I'm a big fan. Thanks. You know, whatever. Like kept moving. Like I didn't want to take his time up. Whatever. If I see him this time, <laughs> I got a list. Uh, pardon me, sir. Or be like, let. I was like, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need an explanation on what you did on Champions. And while we're at it, what what happened on some of these Life of Pablo records? Could you- <laughs> which like wait, hold on. Which Life of Pablo records do you have a problem with? 
with the mix? Yes. <sighs> That's a good question. Um, maybe waves. Um, wait, I just have a problem with waves just as a as a whole, <laughs> as, as a conceptual concept. Like that that beat is way too amazing for them to do what they did to it. They were just like, yeah, and then. Hey, Cuddy, go in there and do Cuddy things <laughs> for a minute and a half. You heard, uh, you heard the Chance version, right? Yeah, 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 I heard it. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Nah. Yeah. And the funny part is the Chance version was like there was too much going on. Mm. Chance sometimes gets a little convoluted in his music. Yeah, actually. Or congested, that's a better word. Yeah, you want to talk about a bad mix. Um, all we got on that, um, on that Chance mixtape, Coloring Book. I have no idea what's going on in the mix. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, you were talking about Gucci Man. You were talking about uh, Champions. Yeah, so. Oh, just, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, Gucci, Gu- you said Gucci didn't boozy himself. And it's true. Oh, yeah, he did. yeah, he didn't boozy himself. He didn't, you know, when Boosie got out, I think Boosie was relying on people saying free Boosie, not realizing that that was just like a thing sung, said by a lot of people who didn't really listen to Boosie music like that. And Boosie needed a record. And Gucci came out and immediately put out a record and put out a project and got with Kanye West and it didn't hurt that he came out and he was in shape and he utilized social media and he was on Snapchat. Like it just, he just did a lot of things right coming out. He reacclimated himself socially well enough to not fade into Bolivia. Uh, I'm not correcting that because everybody should know that's an amazing reference. Anyway, um, but yeah, Black Beatles. Um, again, uh, I'm really sorry, Jimmy. Um, n- not bad, but this is about the beat and hook. Um, one song that doesn't work though is "Shake It Fast" um, with Juicy J. Like I get it, this is a strip club record, but and Juicy actually sounds way more at home on this tempo and this Absolutely. style of beat. Ray Shrimmer sounds incredibly awkward on this song. Yeah. So he, here, here's the question. Remember, we were talking about tempos coming back, mm. like. Juicy J for a while had to adjust to one type of 3-6 Mafia tempo. Right. Not realizing that 3-6 Mafia had multiple tempos. And they actually, you know, Southern rap originally was really fast. Um, So this is like a throwback to that New Orleans bounce sort of tempo. So Juicy's right at home. And Ray Shrimmer is looking around like, can we turn this down to 60 BPM, please? (laughs) Right, right. Um, yeah, Shake It Fast, um, it's just not really a good record to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm curious, Set the Roof, the Lil John record, um, Mustard and uh, Mike Will on the beat. How, how mad is YG that he didn't get this beat? Yeah, this is very, uh, very interesting. It's an interesting idea. I don't love the execution. Um, the hook does what it's trying to do. Um, yeah. but Sway and Jimmy are just not really good on this at all. I couldn't get past the hook, not gonna lie. The hook's not good, but I mean, you see what they're going for. Um, but yeah, but I, <laughs> it was funny. I, I was listening to this for the first time when I went running this weekend and I'm sitting there coming around the corner and all of a sudden I hear the, those synth bass notes and I was like, and I, you know, I didn't know that they had done anything with mustard and I was like, hmm, see Mike Wills ripping off and then I hear the mustard on the beat. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's good. Um, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a YG record. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. To me, it's not really super interesting. Um, but um, came a long way. Another like really interesting melody on the beat itself. Um, I really like the beat on this. Um, subject matter is not, you know, winning awards for originality, but 
these guys can make catchy songs, man. Mm-hmm. Kind of hate myself for liking some of them. Why? I'll tell you this much. You can tell, like, in a way, this album is a very, it's very much a reflection. It's Yeah, the first one was a party album too, but this is clearly a reflection of what happens when two young guys see some success. Oh, good, good Lord. Again, the Breakfast Club interview. <laughs> I, didn't, I mean, I didn't finish my point um, because you were talking, we were talking about, you know, the split because they've already announced that they were working on uh, two solo albums. And so I listened to this album thinking, well, what would a solo album from each one of these guys sound like? And Jimmy was so much trying, he was trying to compensate so much mm-hmm. in that interview. Like he kept talking over Sway. He had a, a pink fur coat with no undershirt and just kept talking about all the money he has and all the women he sleeps with and just all this stuff. And Sway was like, well, yeah, you know, me and Mike work a lot. You know, <laughs> we would just, we freestyled the melody that became formation and yada, yada, yada. It was like, it wasn't that Sway was like, this wasn't a goofus and gallant sort of thing. <laughs> but like, you can tell that a little bit of success will make somebody go into a completely different direction. And that's, that's where they're going. And I, it, you just, it was too, it's too much, too soon, too fast. Mm. And that's what, that's what this album sounds like. And that was, that's what um, my tweet alluded to yesterday. Okay. And it just reeks of this is a lot. It's same yeah. with the party album. Too many emotions. I'm not, I'm in a feels fast. I ain't listening to R&B. I ain't, I'm, I'm chilling too, too much, too much. Where it's just like, you just can't, you know, as we get older, it's just like, I can't, I can't ingest all this stuff. This is just, it's like sensory overload. And that's what this album is for me. It's, I'm very curious to know what 20, 19, 18 year old Armand would have did with music like this. Mm. Yeah, you might be, you might be, you know, hum, humming hooks like Sway Lee. I mean, um, so uh, we we were talking about came a long way. Uh, do you like that one? I mean, this whole album is really like it's cool. Mm. I'm just not in. I'm not in the space to judge it. It it's Be- the the the, the rep- when I went back like the first listen, I came away thinking, okay, I see what's going on here. I came away from like my third listen going, oh, so some of these are actually catchy. Yeah. Um, this album is like a lot of these records are growers, um, mm. which I think is why they didn't have the same like out the box success as like, you know, no type and no flex zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, now that I know, so it's funny, we were talking about how Jimmy definitely has a little, is, is not a hundred percent, but he's like kind of creeping towards some, some young thuggery. Uh-huh. Um, now that I know is Sway trying to be Drake. <laughs> um, yeah. But it kind of works. Yeah. Um, so I basically have really high hopes for a Sway Lee solo, actually. I think it'll do well. If it's Sway Lee and Mike Will, um, I think they could do some interesting things. They, they take like Black Beatles, um, Came a Long Way. Like those are songs that kind of take chances with what you might consider Sway Lee to like with what I would consider Ray Shremer to sound like. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so that kind of got my brain thinking okay there might be more here like and i didn't expect that like i kind of went into this week thinking all right this is gonna be when i finally go right party i get it and because i didn't really hear the hits from ray shremard my first thought was sophomore slump too much yeah. too soon mm-hmm. but i don't feel that way at all about I, I i that is not how i ended this week um mm. 
I really like Take It or Leave It. Mm. Um, that beat is nice. Um, again, sorry, Jimmy, but I just want to hear Sway on this. <laughs> I like Sway. I, in, or not Sway. In Jimmy's defense, I do like him on Real Chill. Yeah, he's good on. He's not bad on Real Chill. Yeah. Um, and actually, um, the hook on came a long way. He's he, he's fine. Yeah. But you're right. So, there's a little uh, Marty Jannetty, Shawn Michaels going on here. Absolutely. He's um, going to throw him through the barbershop window. <laughs> so who's Sensational Sherry? Is that uh, is that Mike Will? Oh, no. Sensational Sherry. Wow. Like, you know, they, they couldn't. They, they didn't. Because uh, what happened was she had to make a choice, like, who she was going to be with. Because um, she was with Shawn. And then... Uh, Sean ended up accidentally, well, accidentally, he threw her, like, Marty was going to throw Sean back into, like, the the mirror, because Shawn Michaels had the mirror, and then he threw Sherry in the way, and Sherry got hit with the mirror, and she was out, and then the whole thing was, who side is Sherry on, and she ended up siding with Sean, a.k.a. Sway. So I feel like that's going to be Mike. I feel like he's going to be a little bit of, mm-hmm. whose side is he on, and then, like, later on it'll be, well, Jimmy was partying too much, he was too reckless, he was this, he was that. And you know it's a, it's all about the music. It's all about the music. The thing is, these 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 guys are so young that like, even if there's a falling out or even if whatever whatever, like Jimmy still has time. Does he? You don't think so? I mean, the whole theme of this conversation has been like, do we want to hear uh, a, a a Slim Jimmy record? Mm-hmm. And the consensus is no, right? I mean, so I what is he? What is exactly? So what does he have time for? To do what? To get better. Okay. Well, yeah, he's got time to get better. Sure. <laughs> Like basically, I, I feel, we all have time to get better, <laughs> right? I mean, dude is not even twenty three, right? Jimmy is twenty two. They're super young. Swaley is oh my goodness, Swaley is twenty. Nope, just turned twenty one. Like that's nuts. I, I feel really bad. Like I feel I feel really strange judging like a rapper like based off of how they are at you know twenty one, twenty two, twenty three with this kind of success. Well, I mean, we did it with Nas, didn't we? <laughs> well, that worked in his favor. I guess what, I, like, you know, it's almost kind of like how, like, in, in, in basketball, like, a point guard, like, if they struggle their first couple of years in the league, it's sometimes it's like, well, they got to grow yeah. into it a little bit, you know? I mean, so, shoot, we did that with Steph Curry. Right. We gave him wild chances. Well, he was fragile at first. He was. And now we found out that he really was injured during the playoffs. Too soon for basketball? No, I'm, I was, I was going to go on a, I was going to do a Steph Curry hot take, but nah, I'm good. Nah, go ahead. What happened? No, I'm no nothing. I'm just, eh. I'm 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 cool with stuff right now. I need okay. you know, um, because I just know once the season gets started, it's gonna be Warriors, twenty four seven. You know, which is which is amazing, um, given what they did in the finals and what LeBron and Cleveland did in the finals. Mm, mm. I mean, they a team that went seventy three and nine and had the reigning MVP and Coach of the Year. Uh, lost three games in a row, including Game Seven at home. Yeah, games that that's still amazing to think about it. And it wasn't off of a like a last second trick shot. Like both teams had plenty of opportunities to pull away. Right. Is is that the hot take? Is mm. that the is that the greatest Game Seven Ooh. ever? No, or not ever, or of our generation, or close. We'll say closing game because there was some great Game Sixes, Game Fives. Of our generation, so maybe you want to say the last twenty-five years. Yeah, because I'm I'm putting um, there's I'm putting uh, some of those Boston uh, Boston Cleveland games in there. Mm-hmm. 
I'm putting Lakers Celtics from 2009, I think, in there. I'm putting Game Six with Miami and San Antonio in there. I think what was I think the fact that Cleveland came back and won three in a row, and then LeBron tried to end the life of Draymond Green. <laughs> I would have to. <laughs> would have been over. Um, yeah, I I need a little bit of space to to sort of judge that, but I think. It was also crazy when it happened, and then we went right into the draft and free agency and everything else. Like, it was kind of an amazing finals. It was. It really was. Um. Anyway, uh, last official song on this album, "Do Yoga." Um. God, this is the dumbest song. Yeah. It, it's it's catchy. Guys, unfortunately. Guys like girls who do yoga. <laughs> um. It means they're now. So it's so stupid. It's so dumb. And I tell you, so there's one thing we we, didn't, we haven't talked about when we talk about like how music has changed. I'm gonna call it the futurification. I might have put an extra syllable in there. The futurification. <laughs> futurification. Ho- futurification of hooks. Okay. Where it's like instead of like you're gonna find one phrase and then you're going to drill it into people's heads, mm-hmm. like eight times on the hook. <laughs> yeah. Um. Commas. Wicked. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. I got, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I, you you have the keys, sir. I understand. Got it. Got <laughs> you it. You have the keys, sir. <laughs> you have the keys. Sir. No, really. Like it's the futurification of, of of hooks. Like, and do yoga is a little like that with a, you know um, where it's just like, you know, they clearly just had the con- like that phrase, and then they just figured it. But it's just like you know they repeat it over and over again, and it's dumb, but it gets and, in your head. And also, let's. Let's dedicate our entire verses to using words that rhyme with yoga. <laughs> Soda, told you, chauffeur, holder, know her, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> um, the three, bo- that's the last one on the, album, on, the, on the official, the three bonus tracks. Um, the one that's really interesting to me is Just Like Us. This is a pop track. I didn't hear that one. It's basically like it's you could have heard what like this sounds like something Mike Will would have done with Miley Cyrus almost. Mm. And that's not a diss. But again, it, it's kind of getting me thinking that and actually Swang as well, which is the other bonus track um, that that's good. Um, where, where Sway Lee breaks out a falsetto on the hook and really got me thinking, OK, can we just get the Sway Lee album on? Right? And what would be interesting to me is like so some of these like some of these beats really work, but Mike Will has sort of been in the background on production, mm-hmm. like overall in hip hop for the last like two years. Yeah. So what's interesting to me is, Ken's, can we get a, will we get a Sway Lee album while Mike Will is still in his prime? Do you know what I mean? I think so. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, there, I don't think there was, there was nothing about this production that said, hmm, Mike Will's falling off. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, um, the, the beats were, the beats were solid to pretty good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have we. I'm sure we have, but have we had that conversation? Like, yo, like Mike Will's kind of, he's losing it. He needs to do something. Have we had that conversation yet? I don't think so. But then again, Mike Will didn't really like. He had a run, but it wasn't like uh, we're tired of you run, like a Neptunes in the early 2000s, or uh, uh, <laughs> I thought a Dark Child. <laughs> Dark Child's in that Jermaine Dupri vein where, like, you go back and listen to those Dark Child records and you don't realize how bad he was biting off Timbaland. Oh, yes, I do. I mean, I didn't I didn't put two and two together back then. And now it's just like, really? Really, dog? Like, 
No shame, huh? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. He went from boy is mine to say my name just by accident, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just he just stumbled upon that. <laughs> he said, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> So this Ray Sherman album doesn't have the hits of the first one, but overall, how do you feel? I mean, I don't hate it, but again, the content to me was it was too it was too too much for me. It's too much for me. I feel like a, I feel like a, I'm like an overprotective uncle when I hear this now. I'm just like, absolutely, oh, man, absolutely. Go ahead. I'm like, God. like you could just see, like it's like okay, this is you know, this is we're now 15 minutes into the VH1 behind the music. Okay, yep, yep, got it. You had the first big hit. Here's the follow up album. If we, yep. you know, if we hear crazy crazy stories from from being on tour okay that'll be the next chapter oh yeah main guy goes solo oh it all falls apart like i, I hope it doesn't happen this way that way but like it just feels like it's going to play out that way you know they're certainly yep. on that path yep i agree i i i yeah like with my daughter starting middle school this week oh, like man. yeah absolutely like no keep these ruffians these hoodlums these ragamuffins away from my child and anybody near her um Oh no! So that means middle school dances. Yep. Oh god. Yep. Yep. This is, this yep. is penance. That's what this is. Oh no! I got I got something for uh, every single school dance. I will be there, <laughs> Chap- chaperoning with weapons. They're not gonna like. They're not gonna. They're not gonna check security. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What they go? What they go? What are you gonna roll up dressed like Carl Winslow? You gonna? You gonna yeah. have? The, you gonna l- play the cops so you can just scroll in into security? Or are you actually just oh. gonna be like a chaperone? No, I'm actually be a chaperone. Oh no, I'm cool enough for my daughter to be like, "Hey, have a good time, but chill out." I'm that guy. I don't care. And see, because you're tall, you can be looking across the room at these other kids. You can be doing the motion where you like got the two fingers of your eyes and you point at them. You're like, "I'm watching you." Absolutely. <laughs> I do that. I do that now. <laughs> I do that when she's out with her friends now. <laughs> She'll be doing this, and I'll just wave her to come over here. She, you see me anywhere? What are you doing? You all right? Okay. All right. Good. And that you don't call them out. You don't call them out on what they do until later, unless it's like they're absolutely in danger. Right. You just call them over and just check on them, see how they're doing. Because what that says is, I see you. Right. Don't do anything stupid. You're just texting your daughter the eyes emoji. It's like I, I got, I know. Yeah, she. So she got a new phone last week. Oh gosh, she, she got a freaking. She got a like a, what the put her mom in a headlock. She got a G5. Like why? Like why? What's an 11 year old doing with an LG G5? Like. It's like two notches below my phone. Are you mad that she can get a nicer phone? No, that's a super <laughs> nice phone. What? Like she's eleven. <laughs> she's eleven, exactly. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. She was coming from an S three. Not yet. Not yet. But um, yeah. So she's like texting me with like nothing but emojis. <laughs> <laughs> she had me get her an, an all emoji backpack. Oh, like man. yeah, she's all she's all in that man. All in it. I'm old. It's only going to, the next couple of years are going to be. Mm. Listen, my hair growing out like this, I'm doing it now because I know I'm not going to have a hairline pretty soon. <laughs> You're preemptively, preemptively saving your hair. Absolutely. Just enjoying, enjoying the good times I'm having right now. Like. So uh, anyway, <laughs> Ray Schremer. Um, yeah, like to me, um, I said it over and over again. All this really made me interested in is a Sway um project. And frankly, like, not that they're competing really necessarily, but like when I hear the party album and I hear this, I'm more interested in hearing what Sway Lee's doing than hearing what Party's doing. Absolutely. Which I, I, I don't feel like, I kind of feel like Sway Lee doesn't get enough love actually. 
Um, but uh, but you know, everything OVO right now is you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, Drake Drake runs the world. So, um, anything else you want to say about that? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about this week? Uh, no, I did a so far gone challenge. Yep. So if you hit me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up or my Facebook, you can uh, or my YouTube. I threw it up on YouTube as well. And check that out. Snooze button four is on the way. I was gonna say snooze button four is on the way. And some other stuff. Some other things. Some things and stuff <laughs> is on the way. So you know, it's gonna be a hot summer. <laughs> <laughs> Got any other rapperisms you want to throw out there? Nah, it's gonna be a hot summer. Is a really good one because the summer's about over. It's been a terrible summer. It's been a terrible summer. Ridiculously hot. Just un- unnecessarily hot. Just culturally, personal stuff. Like, just I'm ready for the fall. I'm ready for the fall. I usually turn up in the fall. But I, I did a little looking ahead. It seems like y'all are going to have better weather in Columbus than what we've had here. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So it's been raining a lot the last few days. Oh, and that's that sounds it's amazing. cool. But it's cool. And it's cooled down a lot. So we're getting like high 70s, low 80s, no. which, which in Columbus is perfect. I think it was Friday. It was either Friday or Saturday. I can't remember. The heat index here was 119. The low in the morning, like I woke up at 6 a.m. to go for a run. It was 79 was the low. And and there was humidity. I was like, oh, my God. This is not why I live in Connecticut. If I wanted that, I would go live in like North Carolina. (laughs) Yeah. Boston. Boston. It's been terrible. So, <laughs> no, nah, it's been terrible here. So, yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, um, for listening this week. As always, hit us up on Twitter at CRS Podcast. Use the hashtag Clock Radio Speakers. Um, shout out to Fourth District. And I think that's it, right? Yeah, we're good. All right. See y'all later.